Hello, this is Hector from the POV Podcast. I am here recording a new intro for this episode to let you all know that this was recorded a few days before the Oscars, so we did not know that everything ever all at once won a lot of awards, including the big uh, big one, Best Picture. So uh, in case anyone was wondering if we ever mentioned that, especially since this episode is coming out uh, after the Oscars, uh, no, we did not know. And it was, I think I think it was recorded around a Friday. I don't exactly remember, but also um, to let you all know that this episode is a lot more improvised. We didn't have any notes. Uh, we also didn't. Uh, it's uh, around the end of the episode, uh, mainly by me. Uh, I'm not sure about uh, my co-host Devin, but I was really really tired by the end of the episode of this episode. Uh, so my voice got a little more uh, graspier, raspier. I don't know. I got a little more um, growly, and I got really... I'm pretty much sounding the way I sound now, but worse. Uh, that's because we were recording this episode at the same time we did the catch-up episode. So we did that episode first, and then this one. So, but, uh, you know, I wanted to do this episode, so uh, I kept going. But there was a point where I was really, really... You can tell I really was really, really tired of recording but um, hope you guys enjoy this episode. We definitely had a good time doing this episode. We were really tired, but we really enjoyed doing it. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Goodbye. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Wrong! A twisted web. And we are not finished untangling it. Not yet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the POV Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Hector. I'm your co-host, Devin. And Chicks with dicks are amazing. Oh my god. What a f- I'm, I'm, hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that my parents don't listen to us. I don't think they do. Uh, I hope they do. I hope they realize what kind of sociopath you fucking run a podcast with. <laughs> They're going to be like, him? This him? dude? This motherfucker? I'm, I'm him, bro. I'm him. You're him. I don't think they even know you. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are back. Uh, back again. We did a. We caught up. You caught up with us, and now we can continue on with our normal caught programming. Up. Now it's time for you to fall behind again. Yes. <laughs> with, uh, well, you know, Devin, the you know, I always look forward to this time of year. Uh, it's the Oscar season. No. Oh yeah, rigged Oscars. We all love them. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you're as invested with the Oscars as I am. And even then, I'm not too into it. You know, it's just, it's just an award show, like all of the others. But, you know, people make a big deal about it. It's probably will make a big impact. You know, and I, this is the first time I've seen all these. This is the first time I've seen uh, all the Best Picture nominees. But we're not going to talk about all of them. Uh, for your sake, Devin. Uh, we're going to talk about one of them, though. The one that's getting a lot of attention. Uh, the one that deserves it. <laughs> sure. Um, what the fuck did you just say? Are you... Whoa, whoa. whoa. I, 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 I have different opinions. Or I have... I, there, there's, uh, there's other nominees that I just want to win. I literally told you, like, The Fablemans is my favorite movie. Like, that, it's not this one. Anyways. <sighs> We're going to be talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. 
the big movie of the year, I would say, next to Top Gun and Avatar. This one was came out of the blue, and everyone, a lot of everyone and their moms have seen it, and now it's something. I can't seen it, honestly. Uh, I forced all my my whole family to see it, so. No. You're abusive. I'm tell I'm telling on you. Oh no. To who? <laughs> um To to the podcast the other podcast? Are you gonna tell yeah, them? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna tell them. We're gonna keep it very yeah. vague so people don't know what we're talking about. Some TikTok podcast. I'm calling them out. <laughs> I want them to I want them to call I want all the smoke actor. I I'm getting clout on TikTok. I can take them. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, the name is on the video I sent you, so you can see. If you want to call them out, go ahead. Okay, hold on. Let me full screen. The Escape Podcast. Oh, my God. Or it's the Escape Pod Podcast. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, hey, maybe one day we'll change the name of this podcast, but I'm, I'm still sticking by it. Dumb name like that. I call it the We're POV gonna... podcast because it's point. It's our point of view. That's very much a reason. From our point of view, they're fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, we're starting our own drama. We're starting our own beef. Mm. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna be talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, Amazing film, phenomenal, absolutely breathtaking. Keanu Reeves would give it a ten out of ten. I bet. I think he gives everything a 10 out of 10. He's yeah, so nice. He's just, he's just a lovable guy. Mm-hmm. Are you going to see the new John Wick? Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't even get the finish, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Let me finish. Let me cook. Let me cook, Hector. <laughs> <laughs> cook. Have you seen the menu? Oh, uh, no. I have okay. HBO Max, so I'm going to get into it. So. Okay. I was going to make a joke out of it. Anyways. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. Devin, you just uh, spouted out your first impressions of it. And I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was really good. I probably don't love it as much as you. But I saw it three times in theaters. So, I guess that says, that says a lot because so I really enjoyed it. That says a lot about you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Fake fan. Mm-hmm. Fake movie fan. He doesn't understand cinema, guys. I don't know why you listen to him. <laughs> well, I saw it on opening weekend. Actually, I saw it a day before. Anyways. Well, actually, I saw it while it was being made. <laughs> I saw it live. I liked it before it was cool. No. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a multiverse movie that's about this... Um, I won't say old, but like, you know, older uh, Chinese woman. Fine ass Chinese woman. Michelle Yeoh. Oh my god. Michelle Yeoh, my god. Mom, as, um, sorry. as Evelyn. I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> it plays Evelyn, who's this uh, Chinese woman who owns a laundry place you know, with her, her husband and her daughter. And, you know, it, it, life is not going as great. Every, every, everything is going on. There's so much stuff she has. She feels like she hasn't accomplished nothing. She, she's just so everything's just all wrapped up into like this you know, tangled mess, and she. It's not content with her life. Content with her life. Exactly. And um, yeah, at the beginning, you know, she's doing the taxes for I don't know, I forgot why, but uh, 
her laundry mat. She's trying to get an audit, I believe. Yoki. Yeah, she's trying to do that while. Do uh, you not do your taxes, Hector? Oh my gosh, FBI, get him, <laughs> get him. No. You can't take me, no. Get tax get this. He's, Wesley. He's the next Wesley Snipes. He's asking for like $3 <laughs> million back. So everything's going on. And, um, yeah, her, her husband. Everything? Everything everywhere? All, All at, at once? once? Oh my god. The movie makes so much sense now. Hmm. I don't know why I made that noise. <laughs> oh, Hector, um, Hector enjoyed this film a little too much, if you ask me, people. Oh. I mean, So, uh, Evelyn and uh, Wayman, her, her husband, uh, he's trying to, you know... Best character. Best character. Finally for trying to file a divorce for her, you know, because they, they were having issues with their relationship, or at least he feels that way. She's too caught up with everything to really think about that. Uh, and her her daughter, Joe is incredibly depressed and is going through a lot and feels like she has no support from... Uh, you, what'd, you, what'd you call her? Joel? Oh, Joy. Joy. Did, why did I say who? Joel? <laughs> her, her daughter, Joel, from The Last of you, Us. I thought you said Joe. And I was like, Joe? Is he, he going to make the joke? Joy. Yeah. Oh my god. Joy. That's yes, uh, played by Joy. Stephanie Hugh. You know, she's going through a lot as well. You know, she's a very step-up performance for her since the last thing I saw her in was Birds of Prey. I did not like her in Birds of Prey. Oh, but I forgot one, she was in that one. Yeah. But I don't like when I was watching it. I was like, "What do I recognize her from?" And I was like, "Oh God, Birds of Prey." Oh yeah, she's in Poker Face, so that's pretty neat. Anyways. Um, there's also, you know, everyone's, she, she, they all live in the, the building of the laundry, laundry place. And also her, her father played by, um, what's his name? James Hong. Yeah. Famous actor. He's pretty amazing big. guy. He's hilarious. Um, trying to remember what happened. <laughs> Well, so Joy's coming to visit with her mother, with her girlfriend, but her mother's kind of just, like, iffy about introducing her daughter as gay to her grandfather with how strict he is and everything, and she kind of, like, keeps avoiding the topic, and she keeps getting distracted by other things going on at the laundry place, and you kind of get a feel because they're throwing... They're throwing, like, a party, I believe, at the laundry place for her grandfather. Is it? Chinese New Year, I believe. Okay. And, like, she's giving out invitations, and there's, like, constant things going on with, like, some of the customers. And then she ends up going back upstairs. I don't remember the reason why, but she goes back up. And then it cuts to, like, the security footage, and you see Wayman acting all different. He's like, whoa. He's, like, he's kind of slouched down, and he just, like, shoots up straight, and then he flips around, and you're just like, whoa. It is, it's, I believe it's, like, mainly in the background of, like, what Evelyn is doing, but then it kind of, like, focuses in more onto cameras. Yeah, we see it, but they don't. But, like, she's too busy with, um, with Joy. 
you know, they're having yeah. discussion. Meanwhile, you know, Wayman is uh, doing flips and kicks. Yeah. And they, the reason they brought their daughter was along so they could have, like, a better translator for when they go do the audit. And I was very surprised by this, but I did had no idea that Jamie Lee Curtis was going to be in this movie. Which I'm surprised that you were surprised by that, because I, I mean, I've seen the trailers, so I knew she was going to be in it. Um, yeah, I did not see any marketing for this film. Okay. Side note, Jamie Lee Curtis, Hector, you know what about her? You want to know something about her? She's a One Piece fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch it. If she can watch One Piece, so can you. Well, that's because that's she's Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm just me. She's, yeah, she's an old lady. You can, you're a young man. I'm an old lady at heart, so yeah, I'll probably do it. So they go to the uh, the IRS building, I believe, to to um, to deal with the taxes. And um, there's like a little moment where uh, Wayman sees like this old elderly couple, and he's kind of like longing for like he wants like a, like a really like nice, wonderful relationship with with Evelyn, but Evelyn's too caught up with everything that she just doesn't think twice. She's just too busy like stressing out and everything. Um, so they lead up to the elevator, which um, which the which is what jumpstarts the whole multiverse story, where Wayman is replaced with a different Wayman. Uh, the Alpha for, Wayman. Yes, the Chad, <laughs> the Chad uh, Wayman, and that's when he explains to her about what's going on. She's he's very vague about it. She's very confused, but uh, he gives uh, he gives her this earpiece, which can um, help you jump which will make you jump to different multiverses. And um, once it activates, she kind of just has like this, she goes like through like her whole entire life in that, like just from a blink of an eye. <laughs> um, and um, and she, he, you know, he's hiding the, blocking away some security, you know, it's like, uh, I'm trying to remember what, oh goodness. And uh, he could, he could do, uh, Wayman goes back to his regular version. Uh, before that, he gave her the piece of paper that, like, structure of how to like travel to another uh, multiverse, which she does during the discussion with uh, Jim Lee Curtis. She's not really yeah, Evelyn is not paying attention uh, much. She's too busy with the task and you know, trying to figure everything out. Once she activates the earpiece, um, she goes to another universe and it's like split off into where she's pretty much autopilot in the regular universe, and then the other one she's with Alpha Wayman, and that's when, uh, that's when he explains um, how what, the metaverse works, how the multiverse works. But she doesn't oh, care, what? she's too busy. You know, that's not her focus. She's like, like, my husband's messing things up. <laughs> He's making it worse. But then, then they learn the horrible truth that... The multiverse is fucking destroying itself. Well, not destroying it. Someone's destroying it. Uh, what's what's the fucking name? Uh, Jojo Tubaki. To Tochu Kukbaki. Tubaka. Dodo Tubaka. I was trying to like think of one of the names that she used, but I can't remember. <laughs> Jojo Tubuti. 
Jojo Tabuti. God. And then there's a point where she's like, wait, maybe you can help me with my taxes. <laughs> what are gross necklaces? <laughs> uh, um, then that's when, like, like the followers of Joju Tupaku kill Wayman, Alpha Wayman. And they're like, don't worry about this one. This, this is just a... Uh, a metal metaverse or something. It's just a universe to use to. Yeah, it's nothing really too important because like they're gonna be like, oh, we're gonna transfer back. So he and gets killed. Back, yeah, or as she gets fucking yeeted on. She gets debated on by Jamie Lee Curtis. She fucking beats her head with a pipe, and then we go back, and then she's like, bah! and they're like, maybe you should come back some other time. And they're like, oh, thank you, thank you. We'll we'll try fixing this. And that's when they accidentally mess up because as she's leaving, she was like kind of preparing herself for like what was actually going to happen. And the IRS, Jamie Lee Curtis, gets up because they forgot their cart, but she didn't realize that. And she's she's coming towards them. And she's making like the most vicious, evil face <laughs> towards them possible. So it's kind of makes sense that she'd get confused and just deck the shit out of her. <laughs> and that's when they end up getting the police called on them. And this one also that's also when Evelyn finds out about the divorce or and, you know, before and before that discussion goes on, Wayman goes normal. Wayman goes to, back to Alpha Wayman, and then all the cops come, and then this whole big action scene comes. This whole Jackie Chan style action scene comes, and it's like the best thing ever. <laughs> the action in this movie is really well done. I like the choreograph. I'm a I'm a, I'm a sucker for aspect ratios changing, so. Once that moment happened, when Wayman is ready to fight with his fanny pack, and uh, yeah. goes from like full screen to, I guess like the six, like the pretty much like the normal letterbox uh, look. I'm really glad they didn't do it like Michael Bay. No, no, no. It's it's very. They use it very sparingly. They they use it for like the action scenes and all that stuff. Yeah. They use various different aspect ratios to to good use. Um, so, you know, that, that whole thing happens, you know, it's pretty brutal, like, <laughs> that, the part where, um, he, like, sticks up the, the fanny pack up the, uh, the, the cop's nose and, like, tosses him back and he, like, lands on his neck, it's like, ugh, it's so good. It's a very fun scene. Mm -hmm. And then that's when they, um, that's when they start freaking out, and that's when... Uh, what? How did um? One thing I don't really remember from it was. So was it the scene when at the beginning where it was showing Wayman at the store where he was like flipping around through the cameras? Was that when he like made the device for that she puts on her ears? Maybe. I don't remember. Cause, cause that was like the one scene. Like I was kind of confused. Like where did he get those? That he just put her like he put the device on her head. Oh, I I figured like they brought it from the Alphaverse or something, because like um, uh, later on Alpha um, I forgot the 
grandfather's name. The grandfather has like the, the similar device. Everyone else has that device. Okay. Mm. Eh, forget about it. <laughs> eh, forget about it. Who cares? I do. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> this movie ruined. Li- heck. Do you want to live up to your own potential or lay down and sit with the consequences? Um, I want to lay down. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay right here. And that's another thing. The comedy in this movie is fucking phenomenal. It's really funny. It's very. It's no quick. like quip. Quip. No quips. Like one of my favorite ones that I missed on my first watch and on my second watch that I watched, or my second time, was when Way Wayman was trying to get like the gymnast like special like. So he was, like, in order to, like, get, like, things from their past, like, in other lives from the multiverse, they have to do, like, random acts in order to trigger it. Mm-hmm. And, like, so Wayman's trying to get, like, five, pa- like, paper cuts on five oh, on his face. That part always gets me. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, like, cringeworthy. It's just like, ah! And, like, he does that, but then he, Alpha Wayman ends up getting trapped behind, like, a door because Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis is trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he has to say, oh, I'm leaving. And then he leaves, and then regular, normal Wayman comes back. And then he's, like, he's trying to push the, he's trying to push through the gate that's, like, blocked off through the door. And then he just, like, you just hear him go, ah, what happened to my head? (laughs) (laughs) I just laughed really hard at that point. But then she ends up getting, like, she has to like say like she has to gently say she loves Jamie Lee Curtis in order to get like access like a kung fu life that she had like where she learned martial arts and she ends up doing it and then she actually get a really cool fight scene between her and Jamie Lee Curtis I <laughs> I, I laughed really hard there was a moment there was like a moment after like she like um beats her beats her up and like tosses her um for the stairs and her head and Jamie Lee Curtis's head just like went straight through the wall <laughs> such a like a very goofy way it's like Ooh. yeah <laughs> um uh... and then uh, Evelyn is like oh my god my life was so much better without you and saying that's a wayman and then like I need to tell Wayman how much like how good my life could have been, and I, that kind of like that that made me upset. Like, damn, you try to hurt Wayman. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, she doesn't care. She's not she's not thinking about anyone yeah. else. She's thinking about herself. Yeah, yeah. Character development, man. Character, character. <laughs> um. Then I'm trying to remember. And then that whole thing. It's been a while. I'm trying to remember it, so. if it was. It was either before or after that fight, that that staircase moment, uh, and that's when we're introduced to jo- uh, Jojo Tubaki. I, I, oh my god, I forgot the name. Jojo Chewbacca, you know, whatever. Uh, it's revealed. Yeah, whatever. It's quickly revealed, thankfully, that it's Joy, and you see her like in the other universe where uh, Alpha Wayman was introducing the whole idea of the multiverse, and she she's she's going after like all the Evelyns, Evelyns, and trying to like. At first, like looks from the looks of it, you know, trying to kill every version of Evelyn. So, you know, 
she's like she like and then she transported herself in a really cool transition moment uh, to the to the modern to like our version of uh of joy and she's taken over by jojo tabaki and uh, she she leads she like you know is going to the building there's like leaving the bar with where she is with becky and heads over to the to the building that everyone else is in and um that's when we get like a very like creative uh fight scene with joy where she kills the security guards that are arresting evelyn and wayman because (laughs) um the jamie lee curtis actually came back and then she's like did you staple this on my forehead because like they all put like all of the followers for jojo chupaku have like little circles on their foreheads that represent the everything bagel. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think before that, what's up? Um, Wayman was explaining the whole multiverse thing and also the alphaverse of what's going on over there. And it's revealed, I think that's when he, I think that's when he revealed that, um, that in the alphaverse, um, uh, alpha, uh, uh, Alpha uh, Evelyn was uh, experimenting on uh, her own daughter to, you know, to, to find like the answer to the universe or something like that, which leads to, you know, her to to, F, to like um, Joy just going to the breaking point of like being able to like access through all the universes, you know, messing her up and all that. So that's how she's able to have Jojo Tabaki is able to have like access to all the universes and how she's like more all-knowing than everyone else which leads to that moment where she she arrives to the building to the floor that everyone's in Wayman's knocked out uh, and Evelyn's all cuffed up and then Joy ends up killing all the security guards in like different ways (laughs) like she smacks ones with a dildo she fucking makes one shoot the other other one become a confetti. <laughs> yeah. uh, then she gets shot, and that like terrifies Evelyn. It's <laughs> real dead. Like it's all ketchup. It's organic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then that's when jo- uh, Evelyn's grand uh, father comes in, and they have the alpha. Wait, wait, wait. before remember. that, that's when they introduce. The, the bagel and also hot dog fingers that was before yeah because she she tried to she tried to transfer herself into it but then she, like by peeing her herself martial arts self, but then she went to the hot dog finger one she's like i, I can't be the <laughs> no that's later i can't she she tries but to then... jump to another place but it leads to like off the grid according to the the, the Alpha's grid, uh, which leads to the hot dog finger universe, where she everyone has hot dog fingers because uh, the primates. But she's in a relationship. <laughs> she's in a relationship with Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, in that one. That's not going well either. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, which leads to like the normal universe. Like she her her she managed to like like to like loosen up the cuffs, but you know her hands are all like. Oh, mush, she can't barely move it. <laughs> She's freaking out because like everything's so, going on. And, uh, 
Joy's like, here, let me show you, like, you know, let me show you, like, the meaning behind all this. And that's when she she introduces, like, the, the bagel, which is everything. Like, everything she puts in, she she created this, this like, thing that can, like, that's, like, has everything in life or something like that. That's when Evelyn's father comes in and saves her. He fucking crashes his wheelchair into Joy and slams her into the wall. Yeah. Looney Tunes style. And that's when they end up escaping uh, Joy and like hiding in a office that has like a secret sex sex safe room. <laughs> and they end up having Joy like the real joy comes back and they end up talking about how like how Evelyn's the perfect conduit because she's like the most pathetic version of herself and then that's when Evelyn's like I can't be the worst one what about that hot dog one <laughs> and uh, the grandfather's like trying to convince still the alpha alpha grandfather's like trying to convince Evelyn to like just to kill um to kill her version so joe jojo tabaki uh, doesn't go after that joy or doesn't take over that version of joy but you know, evelyn's like no we can do it's like i know like i was like i can stop her the only way to stop her is to become her so she starts like jumping the various she's like starting to do like the all the jumps and doing all the crazy tasks <laughs> my favorite moment from the whole film the the part that got me like the biggest laugh is when like Evelyn just started like dancing. It's all quiet. <laughs> the grandfather's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then they realize that Evelyn's trying to like collapse her mind so that she can be powerful, powerful enough to take on Jojo Tabaki. And then that's when the Alphaverse calls in all their agents, and they're trying to stop Evelyn and kill Joy. And or kill Evelyn. And then uh, they go inside the sex dungeon, which is revealed in another universe that apparently Evelyn uh, is like a maid and you know she cleans cleans up that area. <laughs> and then like the like two people walk out, which the the guy is one of the directors. <laughs> so that's a fun fact. <laughs> He's one of the Daniels. Yeah. Then Evelyn. I believe does she enter she she enters like another multiverse where she had like really good lung capacity because she loses her eyes um really young and she became a saint. yeah that's when they like uh, I did like through some gas in the within the the dungeon room which uh all mm-hmm. uh, Evelyn and Wayman and uh, Joy are in so you know they're trapped they don't know what to do and like you said she jumped to the uh, she jumped and got the ability to have like uh, better lungs, longer um, breathing. Lung yeah. uh, and then she started fighting everyone. She comes out, fights everyone. She's doing. She's still doing uh, more jumps and to get more abilities. You know, to where she she wants to. See, she goes to a universe where she can, like you know, has a flip signs really good, which leads to her having the riot shield and like tossing it around with everyone. Great fight choreography. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, it's revealed that and, you know, Wayman's like, oh my god, are they dead? And just kicked it. <laughs> revealed that one of them, that they're still alive. <laughs> yeah. And then they keep running. They they end up like escaping that office room, and that's I believe that's when the fucking statue scene comes. Shortly after that, where <laughs> the guy tries to shove. Oh the my god! I forgot ass. about that. <laughs> yeah, ever the uh, the alpha people are still going after Evelyn and everyone else. So she there's like a long extended fight scene that leads to uh, J- Jenny Slate's character is also in it. She pops up and she has her dog, and she like tosses her, her dog around to fight Evelyn, <laughs> which um. At some point, she <laughs> throws it to her, and Evelyn dodges and like traps her in the fridge. <laughs> and she's like, "No, Spoochie, where's my doggy?" And then <sighs> she—that's when Evelyn that's travels to the, the chef's verse where Rakakuni's in. <laughs> yeah, Rakakuni. Oh my god, I forgot about that part. <laughs> but that, that movie, Rakakuni, <laughs> just like Ratatouille. No, Rakakuni. It's revealed that there is ah. Rakakuni in the other universe. <laughs> yes. So leads leads <sighs> to the big moment that you mentioned the 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 butt plug uh, statue or award. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of them's trying to uh, the other guy that she's fighting is trying to do another jump because they both broke their broke the earpieces so he's like okay what do i do it's like you have to do something like you know do do a task and they both (laughs) butt plug and he's like okay i gotta sit on it (laughs) and she's doing her absolute best to like to keep keep that thing away from him (laughs) which um you know goes on and you know the the butt plug thing is like in the middle of the floor (laughs) and this this guy just like this other guy just runs up and <laughs> leaps right towards it, and that's how he was able to get the <laughs> get the 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 jump thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, the uh, moment when you see him like leaping and the whole his whole lower half is like pixelated, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> yes. And while this is happening, it's like in the other, in another multiverse, the one where she ends up getting her martial arts skills. Like the the versions we're seeing is like a movie they made in that version, and it kind of like kind of jumps between that because she's getting smacked around, and also in like the theater, she's like reacting to it. Also, the Evelyn in that universe, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, I'm struggling to remember because it's been a, like a few months since I w- last watched it. I think it was like back in December, but I can't. Um, was it when? Is it shortly after that when Evelyn starts like when uh Jojo Tubaki like comes back, and then Evelyn's like going to try and fight her, but then she has like she just like kind of overloads and throws up and dies. Yeah, that's after the whole butt plug scene. <laughs> yeah. And that's when we cut to the... Oh yeah, Evelyn dies because she was... Uh, it's too overwhelming for her to, like, from jumping all these universes. And Joy's there, and then Wayman's, like, this normal Wayman, he's trying to figure out what the heck is going on. 
I think um, I was like, wait, no, yeah, um, what was it? Uh, Alpha Wayman gets killed. Yeah, uh, he because was dead for a little bit. Yeah, because Jojo Tabaki was learning that what they were trying to do for this Evelyn, so she went back and killed them all in the Alphaverse. And yeah, and then. And Wayman has like the fucking was it, was I Rakakuni Wayman or something? Was what was it that he said? I don't. Know. I can't remember. He, he said, said something. He said like a really funny. But that whole thing happens. Uh, like she gets, she dies from overdose basically, and uh, you know it's supposed to be like a fake ending, like making you think like, oh shit, the movie's done. But uh, it's revealed that no, it's it's uh, it's all good. Whereas you know she's still alive, but she's in like the the I guess movie star verse. I'll probably call it that, where she's a movie star and Wayman like they've the that's the path that like where she leaves Wayman, she becomes this kung fu master, and then it comes the famous actor, and oh, and then in the premiere of that film, uh, she meets up with Wayman. And they kind of, it's kind of like a, they're like, you know, hey, you know, you're doing good. We're both doing good. And um, They end up kind of like talking about their lives, if they would have been together and everything. Kind of like just thinking about the multi, the universe that we've been following mainly throughout the story. So that's like, so that was part one. I forgot these movies, this movie split into three parts, but there's, that's part one. And then part two is everywhere. <laughs> and that's when uh, she's with uh, Jojo Tupaki. And I think they're, from part two, they're at the, they're at the part where she like, where they're at, that's, a, that's the, the Chinese New Year party. And that's when like, she's trying to like figure out what to do, how to stop Jojo Tupaki. And Jojo, and Joy is, um, uh, is like, Showing her that like the limit, the, the limitless uh, potential of the multiverse, which leads to like various different universes, and yeah, they also go to like that the universe with the bagel. She's trying to convince her to because like she she revealed that um, Joy made made the bagel so she can kill herself, but she wants to do it, but she wants like her mom to be there with her. So she's trying to like tell her that like, life's meaningless and. You know, nothing matters. And then in the regular universe, I guess, you know, the regular universe, Ev Evelyn comes back to life and everyone's getting ready to kill her. And Wayman is like backing up, saying, like, no, we don't have to do this. There's no more fighting. This has to happen. Just like, we, we don't know what's going on, but the least we can do is just be kind to one another. Oh, they're broken. I almost teared up at that moment. Gives Gives a fucking phenomenal monologue, and it's kind of just like showing out like through all the other multiverses and showing like the different lives that are being impacted and everything, like how everything's going to shit. Each one, like Rakakuni gets arrested, uh, Evelyn with the sauce with the hot dog fingers, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis leaves her, and, and those with the rocks. The rocks, those scenes are like really fucking good for me. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed those scenes. 
and and as that keeps going on, uh, Evelyn, regular Evelyn, is like going. She's becoming a lot more cynical, a lot more, you know, a lot more like angry, and she's like, you know, who gives a shit? And she starts breaking everything. And that's when like Jimmy Lee Curtis is there, and you know, everyone's trying to like figure out what's going on, trying to stop her. And then she ends up coming back, and instead of like fighting to like fighting to hurt them, she ends up like learning how to fix all their problems, kind of. Like she's fighting like with her heart. What was it she said? Like fighting like you. Yeah, she's fighting. Yeah, she's fighting like Wayman, and like Cause... she hooks up. So she spanks one guy. She spanks the director, and like he's happy. And then she hooks some people up. He gives the guy a dog. Pretty much satisfying, like giving everyone what everyone like what they want, and that what they need. So she's fighting basically with like love and hope. And uh, George Debaki is like, you know, he's like, yeah, it's cool, cool, but you know, still nothing matters. So she's trying. Evelyn's trying to reach up to there, and everyone's everyone's like, you know, reconciling, and everyone's like starting like, helping her out. And then, like, her Joy is having this huge fight in the multiverse, but at the same time, like, Evelyn is trying to... Is, Evelyn finally introduces um, uh, Becky to um, to the grandfather, and everything's all good, but Joy's just still, like, she's still, like, she still, she still, like, is in that mood, or she's still in that phase where she's just like, you know, leave me alone, all that stuff. He's tired. Yeah. She's tired of it because they feel like all they do is hurt each other, and it's just best if they just leave. And then at first, Evelyn's kind of like, okay, we'll do like whatever you want. And then she's like, no, no, that's, it's just something we're going to do. And we're going to be together, and we might as well just continue loving each other. Then um, everything kind of just went back to normal, all the universes... It leads to that with that speech, everything comes kind of just like comes back together, and uh, then after that, part three, which is really short, showing that like everything's going like normal, like you know, uh, Joy and Becky they're doing good, and grandfather's doing real good, Evelyn and um, and Wayman are doing great, you know, they're they're being a lot more romantic towards each other, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, everything just kind of seems like, you know, pretty much back to normal. Or, you know, for the better. Missing out on a lot, but... We're trying not to skip I through this. Oh, because yeah. there is a lot of moments that I we can discuss. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, you know, honestly, I've seen this movie so many times, and it's not it's not too hard to follow. Um, I know the movie's very like, frantic and all over the place, but, you know, it's still focused with the the story but like when we were describing it i was like damn there's so much going on it's going back and forth you know kudos to the filmmakers for being able to like have you know have us like be able to catch up and understand what's going on um yeah i should i didn't have time to rewatch it i'm just trying to go the best off my memory <laughs> you're good man i it's it's for me it's hard to i i saw it last night and i was really tired so 
I'll be honest, I wasn't paying attention. We're on professional. <laughs> Go listen to the Escape Pod podcast. <laughs> They'll provide better uh, better no. services for you guys. Anyways. But they can't. But they don't even know what A24 <sighs> is. It's like, is that some kind of sports drink? <laughs> Is that a Marvel sports drink? That's not Iron Man. Anyways, uh, Devin, you said this is like one of your favorite movies, your favorite movie of last year. It was fantastic. It was lovely. It was beautiful. It was heartbreaking. It was funny. It was great. I, this movie deserves all the praise. It deserves all the love. It deserves all the awards. Phenomenal actors. Phenomenal performance. Phenomenal effects. Just a great movie overall. Yeah, um, my my issues. No, my issues are um, the only like minor issues I have with it is there's there's a certain point for me where I felt the pacing got too it, it felt too long for me. Where I was just mainly because it's just how overwhelming the whole film is, it's so frantic and it's like you know everything's going by really quickly. So there's a point where I just get really tired and I'm just like, all right, all right, I need to settle down with this whole multiverse stuff. It's too much. But what keeps it together is the story between uh, Evelyn and Joy. And that very much is the reason why this film works, because, like, you can put as much shit as you can in in a film, but as long as you have a strong emotional core, then it's going to work. This film very much does that because the thing with the for me it's like I'm honestly I'm so sick of the multiverse. Marvel fucking ruins it, but like you know, movies are still doing it, and it's so it's too much, and I feel like it drives away from. That was actually an issue I have with Doctor Strange. I felt they focused way too much on the multiverse that took away from the actual story that I think was more interesting with Doctor Strange. I. With this one, it's like there's so much crazy stuff, but it's all a lot of it. For one, a lot of the wacky stuff that happens, and all the all the, like the minor stuff that's like been told. There's like a lot of there's so much um, setup and setups and payoffs, which um, you know because there's and I think it's because there's so much setups and the payoffs start becoming a little too overwhelming to the point where I'm just like I'm just. Uh, I'm an old man. I'm tired. I need to sleep. <laughs> but it, it's still good. I still it still keeps me hooked. It's still it looks great. It looks really great um, because they they use like various film tactics. You know, like like what I what my favorite universe uh, from the whole film is the is the one where she like a movie star. Um, and I'm trying. To, no, I'm gonna see if I can pronounce this director's name. It's very much inspired by uh, Wong Kar Wong Kar Rai. Why? I'm so sorry, but um, he he's done films with that style. You know, the the film grain and the yeah. the lighting. He's done Fallen Angels, uh, Chunkin Express, and my favorite movie, uh, In the Mood for Love, which is very much what this um that the that whole section that whole um segment is like very much dedicated to that film and oh my god like um what was it i forgot what's the actor's name 
uh, who plays Swayman. Do you know? I couldn't tell you. Okay, let me look it up real quickly. So Michelle Yeoh is great in it, but of course, um, the the big star is uh, Kihi Kwan, who is just so he's so good, dude. You know, and you know, with his whole yeah, he really is a fun this whole story of he's it's, it's great, and also fuck fuck all the nerds who are like who watches the movie and's like. Oh, you know, he should play short round again. I'm like, that's the reason why he left Hollywood. Like, he doesn't want to do that same kind of role. He wants to do more. And this film very much showcased that he's capable of doing more than just being short round, you know? And it's great. One of, honestly, the greatest comeback story this year or last year. Yeah, his, his acceptance speech, like earlier this year was fucking phenomenal he got so emotional i understand why mm-hmm. he's such a precious guy and of course he has the best line in the film where um talking about like how he uses like you know he he that he fights his own way by being nice like this isn't it's not just like a night it's not just him being naive he knows what he's doing but he chooses to to mm-hmm. be a nice person and be kind to everyone and, he, and he's like you know like hey you know we don't it's like okay, like you know, we've we've taken our we've chosen our paths, but in another universe, I would love to do just laundry and taxes with you, which is so simple, but it's so beautiful. Beautiful. And then, like at that point, I love I love that part. I love everything after it because that's when, because at that point you see like Evelyn's like you no, know, she's like oh yes, this is why I fell in love with you. And, like every she like she. Oh my god, just her reaction just to his seeing him again. It's like, oh, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. All with just a look. Uh, Stephanie Hugh, she's she's really great. She has a really good commanding presence. Uh, I've seen like her auditions and, you know, the fact that when you watch her audition for this film and like when she starts like when 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 she starts like, you know, acting, like everyone stays quiet. Yeah, it's great. Um, I know a lot of people have related to that character. I I personally didn't, but I completely get why a lot of this movie resonates with a lot of people. Um, I, I have them. Uh, my family, uh, my brother and sister, very much felt that way with her. You know, they very much resonate with her, which I thought was great. You know, for a film like I, this one, made my brother cry, which was great. It's always great to see my brother cry. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, I, I don't really have much to say about this. Do I, do I want it to win Best Picture? If it wins, I'll be cool with it. Because the fact that this is, is even nominated and the fact that it's getting so much attention this award season, I think is saying, speaks volume to what's going on. The only issue I have with the nominations is um, is that Jamie Lee Curtis is getting more attention, and she's good in the film, but she's not like her her she's just her her role is not much. It's not Oscar worthy, I guess. While meanwhile, the other ones, everyone else, um, like very much deserves it. But I think the Academy is being more fair to it because of Jamie Lee Curtis, which is, sucks, but. I mean, like, whatever. I I think both Stephanie Hugh and 
Jamie Lee Curtis are both nominated for Best Supporting Actress. I hope Stephanie Hugh wins or someone else. I just don't want Jamie Lee Curtis to win because I'm. I just don't think it feels right. Kihi Kwan, he's probably going to win Best Actor. Well-deserved. He's amazing. Michelle Yeoh, uh, yes, but there's, she's also going after Kate Blanchett, who is a tar, which I think she was great. So it's a, pretty much like a like a, a face-off between those two. And as for... Oh, I'll shoot. be right back. Anyway, um, for the Best Picture nominees... Um, I'm I'm so sorry, everyone. My throat is hurting so much, and I'm guessing Devin Devin's throat is also hurting. Uh, we talked. We've, we've recorded this episode and the previous episode, which is the catch-up episode. Ugh. I'm trying my best to keep you guys entertained while I'm trying to not die. Anyways, uh, for best picture, I really wish she. No, I'm losing my train of thought. Oh goodness. I just mentioned. I kind of. I, I I get what you mean with like how you. For me, it's only because like I didn't see a whole lot of movies this uh, 2022. Like I saw the Northman, the Batman, this, and that's all I can really recall. <laughs> to be honest, it's not a bad list of movies. Um, I think for yeah. me, it's more of um, of course, I think the way I see the Oscars is kind of like. It's more of, like, how the industry sees, like, which one's the best movie. Not really, like, people, people's choice. But what I've heard so far is, like, none of the choices have been, like, actual, like, bad ones that people disagree with. No, no, this, this year, this year is probably, like, the most diverse year so far, because, like, we have Avatar, we have Top Gun, which are two of the, two of them are, like, the biggest movies of this year, and they're the most popular, Top Gun mainly. Uh, Tar's great. A lot of people who have seen Tar, they praise it. It's one of the best movies. Everything Ever All at Once is also getting a lot of attention. Uh, even even people who don't normally watch a lot of movies, they love it. Uh, let's see what the other ones. I haven't seen Tri or I, I did see Triangle of Sadness. Um, I didn't. I thought that one was okay. Uh, it's very much like a eat the rich type movie, uh, like a lot of the other ones. Uh, what's it? All Quiet in the Western Front. Really good war movie, but, you know, it's, it's a war movie. Uh, Elvis is probably like the, the only choice I'm not fully into, and I hope this one doesn't win anything. <laughs> because I just think the other movie... It's just... just it's a more... It's a boring choice compared to the others. Uh, yeah. I know people are... I know there's people out there who probably don't like the Fablemans, and they think it's too... To Oscar Beatty, which is very much not. Um, if you've seen the film, anyone who, anyone like me who's seen the film, it's very much not that. Uh, okay, so uh, for those who don't know, uh, or no, uh, YMS, uh, something happened, I guess, to some point. Yeah, I, I've been blocked by your movie sucks, probably because uh, I've seen clips of his takes on films and people don't like it, and I've liked. I like those tweets. I guess he blocked everyone who liked tweets like that. Um, but before that, he there was a clip of him like talking about the Fablements, and he immediately he he said everything that I, uh, is completely wrong about the movie. <laughs> Where he's like, "Oh, the movie's very much like a, a love letter to filmmaking and nothing else. It's Oscar Beatty." And I'm, 
and it's too like too happy too nice i'm just like no it's not no it's not that's like that's like it's, it's like the trailers make it look like that, but the movie is very much, it's, it's very different than that. So, mm. I don't know. But I also know if the Fablemans win, I'll be happy, but I know a lot of people won't be happy because they're going to be like, oh, no, of course they choose this movie. They choose this prestigious movie. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why. they. It's like nowadays we're calling Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, like, you know, to, to, um, was it too, uh, too artsy? artsy. Mm-hmm. We're at, we're at that point. <laughs> fucking Spielberg is artsy, <laughs> which is not true. What's the other one? I'm trying to think of other nominations. I guess that's it. That's pretty much the main, the big main ones. Oh, women talking. That was a pretty good movie. Uh, yeah. So I honestly, when it comes to the Oscars, I'm going to have to say, it's for the best picture. It's probably down to everything, everywhere, all at once. Tar, Tar, uh, Fablemans. I don't think it's gonna win, but maybe. I know a lot of people are gonna want Top Gun to win. I love Top Gun. I don't want it to win. I'm mainly just going for either everything, everywhere, all at once, or Tar. One of those two needs to win in order to keep me satisfied. So who knows? But. Hey, if this movie wins, um, I mean, it's great. That's a great sign. You know, hopefully, more movies like this will come, and hopefully, it'll encourage others to check it out. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, for all you listeners out there, I'm we're so sorry <laughs> for this completely butchered retelling of the of the movie. We're not doing it any justice. It's great. I complain about it, but it's it's great. So. Fantastic. Bombastic. I give it a 9 out of 10. I, I give it an 8. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. Devin, my throat fucking hurts. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to us. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, the catch-up episode will be out first. Then this one, hopefully I'm planning to post this one uh, on Sunday, when Oscar Day. And then after that, it'll be the Knives Out episode, which will be sometime next week. Uh, then we'll see what the future holds. All right, David? Thank you for listening. Yep. All right. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right, dude. Oh, this is... This is it. This is the POV podcast. Listen to us instead of the other podcast. <laughs> Don't listen to any other podcast. Just listen to us. That's just please. Yeah. In our in our six month periods where we post an episode. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to anything be a, else. Be the best episodes yet. Alright. Thank you for listening. Bye everyone. Bye.